Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Drink and Discuss. My name is Christine Kim, and I'm Karen Go. In today's episode of Drink and Discuss, we will teach you how to mix a simple cocktail and give you a boozy movie review. The review will be split into a non-spoiler and a spoiler section. So, when in doubt, take a look at our show notes. A standard disclaimer: We are not professional mixologists nor film critics. We're just two millennials trying to get tipsy and talk about movies. This episode, we will be reviewing Bohemian Rhapsody by Bryan Singer and mix a drink named Mercury. So today we're drinking a cocktail named Mercury. Karen, how do we mix it? So、um, we ran into a little bit of a mishap today. Couldn't find lemonade, so we decided to use、uh, half a pack of lemonade drink mix that I found, and we used chilled sparkling rosé, and we filled the cup to the brim. And the one we used happened to have notes of raspberry and honey, but I think you can pick your choice. Yeah, so it was a sweet bubbly rosé that we chose.、Um, so the lemonade really. You only need half of that because it does make it a bit even sweeter.、Mm-hmm. Uh, we started actually by putting a cup with rosé and then filling the entire thing with an entire pack of the lemonade powder, <laughs> which was a mistake. It was way too sweet. The lemonade was way too concentrated, so half a pack will do just fine.、Um, How do you like it? I think it was a nice surprise. I've never had drink mix lemonade before, so.、Mm. I think this is nice to have on the go.、Um, on the go, go I mean, to like, where? If we like really wanted lemonade and you couldn't find one for some reason, I went to Walgreens. Okay, and they didn't、oh, have you lemonade. Mean, you mean the powder? I thought you meant you would just grab the rosé on the go. Oh well, I mean that's a different story. I'm not an alcoholic like you, Christine.、Mm, you're right. You're not.、Mm. Um, yeah, I like this drink. I love lemonade, and I do love mixing lemonade with my drinks. I've done it with you know like usually with liquor like scotch or something, but. It works just as well with rosé, and it's like nice and sweet and bubbly, and hits all the notes I wanted to. And it balances out the sweetness of a bit of the sourness from the lemonade.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, for those people who don't like too much sweet in their drinks, I think this would be good. So that was how we mixed Mercury, and now we will go to our non-spoiler section of our review of Bohemian Rhapsody. Can you see what you could be? No one will play us on the radio. We need to get experimental. Do it again. One more. How many more Galileos do you want? Roger, there's only room in this band for one hysterical queen. Welcome to our non-spoiler review of Bohemian Rhapsody.、Um, I'm gonna read the summary from IMDb of this movie, which says. It is a chronicle of the years leading up to Queen's legendary appearance at the Live Aid 1985 concert. Now, Karen, what were your anticipations、uh, going into this movie? Well, I mean, I think like any other biopics, as I learned a new term today. Yes, for, biopics for this kind of movie.、Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks, Christine. Um, I expected more or less a sugar-coated version of, I guess, Queen's journey to fame. And like they're really before my time, so I didn't really know about you know their stories、mm-hmm. or like 
I knew their songs because they were popular. Right. But I think I came here really just expecting to see, you know, like a band's rise to fame, honestly. Yeah, I see. Yeah. I mean, same case for me. I obviously know basically all of the songs in in that movie. Um, I've heard it before thousands of times. And I think, um, you know, we have never existed on Earth at the same time as Freddie Mercury. Uh, Mm -hmm. Queen Mm -hmm. was before our time, but the fact that this is still so popular, that all the songs are still listened to every day, is sort of speaks to their fame and the fact that this movie would be made now. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I guess I, my expectation is a bit different. I expected to see the rise to fame, but also I expected it to be more like um, a concert film, if mm. you will, like a little little A Star Is Born esque. Like you see the music, you're like, "This is awesome!" <laughs> I feel like I'm rocking out. Um, I also expected it to be a little sad. I did expect them to go up to the point where uh, Freddie Mercury dies. Um, I knew nothing about Freddie Mercury before this film, by the way. Yeah, I I didn't know the specifics. I just knew that he died kind of young. I didn't know that he died. I mean, I guess I, I depends if you think forty five is kind of young, but I it think is that's young. young. Yeah, it's super young. <laughs> um. um, yeah. So, so that's what I expected. I also expected to love this movie mm. because I was expecting like this is gonna you know be like going to a concert and then like yeah. crying and then just like. And honestly, because of the title of the movie, I, I was like, I'm going to love this movie. It's called Bohemian Rhapsody. I love this song. Please, come on. Yeah, so I was really excited. Um, my first impressions coming out, I really wanted to love it. And I just like it. It's a good movie. It's I, I liked it, you know? Mm. I didn't love it. I was just like, oh, Okay. <laughs> you know, as always, we're on different sides of the movie. Uh-huh. I mean, I didn't love the movie either, but, like, it did better than what I expected it to do. Oh. So, I actually liked it. I thought they did a really good job. I see. Uh, this yeah. is going to be an interesting combo. So, I think we're going to go straight into spoilers now because, I mean, you can't really spoil real life. So, I guess we'll just do most of our talking in spoilers. Yep. Here we so, go. here, yeah, here comes the review of Bohemian Rhapsody. Fortune favors the bold. Freddy, concerning your private life. What more do you need to know? I make music. I want to give the audience a song that they can perform. What's the lyric? Ready, Freddy? Let's do it. So this is the spoiler section for the review of Bohemian Rhapsody. So as we said, or as I said in the non-spoiler section, I wanted to love it, just ended up liking it. Mm -hmm. Um, But Karen, for her, it exceeded her expectations. So Karen, can you tell me a little bit about that? Well, like I said, I expect it to be a sugar-coated version of a, you know, of like Queen's Rise to Fame. And I'm pretty sure it is sugar-coated. Like I've like, seeing people's, like, you know, videos about it online, and, like, like, they, they sped up time, like, the events, you know, the, mm-hmm. when it happened, yeah. uh, to fit the movie, but I think overall, for the sake of the movie, they managed to kind of, like, write a complete narration, and send out a good message, 
Okay. Yeah, and yeah. you know it, they did a good job narrating for um, Freddie Mercury's life. So that's where I disagree with you. There, uh-huh. I found the movie very disjointed. I but it's like I feel like that's for the sake of keep going, keep going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so all the time jumps. Sure, like I I see why you had to make the choices that they did. I see why they had to do that. I, but all the scenes just seem like just so slightly out of place. All the time jumps seem so slightly out of place. All even the dialogue and the way the characters interact, like, and even just the style. The cinematography, the techniques I saw up there. Sometimes it just seems like comes out of nowhere. It feels like it almost like changes cinematographers, just like you know, all the time. Is Felt- there a place that bother you specifically? Wait, wait. Well, oh, like, okay. I was gonna you have one. No, no, no. I I was gonna just make a joke and then you ruined my oh, flow. <laughs> I was gonna say it's almost as if it is a. Rhapsody I, of sorts. You, I, <laughs> um, okay. I don't actually know if that's what they were going for, but that's what it feel, felt like to me because it felt really disjointed. Like, um, some of it, like, I'm not gonna like all of it was really cool. All of the styles, all of the aspects, single one, every single one of them, I thought it was really well done, really cool. Um, but together, it just doesn't connect with each other. Like, for example, like one thing I really liked was when they do like this really cool i don't know what what you would call it like a pull through with the camera like through vans and then through like houses and stuff through the crowds i thought that was so- something Wait, really cool that i've never seen when was this um one scene where it happens is when the band is traveling on their van uh-huh and uh, a camera oh, yeah okay, okay, pulls yeah, in yeah. through the front window through the van out the back and it's a concert suddenly right, right, right. all those transitions uh very great Every time it happened, I was like, oh, so now we're doing this. And then suddenly, uh, you know, the main sequence of Queen's Rise to Fame, it's like 19 whatever, like Glasgow, London, New York City. Yeah. That that sequence, I was also like, oh, we're, we're doing this now suddenly. We're suddenly changing styles to this. And then the like last, I would say, like one third of the movie was like was what I expected. Oh, out of this movie I and then see. it was just like a really normal movie after that but the first like two thirds i was just like what's happening uh-huh. <laughs> um okay yeah no i see your point because i also kind of like the part that bothered me of the first half of the movie was like i thought they did a lot of time skips mm. it was like oh well queen is together now and this is how they joined and formed a band well they're getting popular now and they're popular yeah. and at the end it was just like oh well freddie mercury is gonna die and this is how he's gonna die you know like that's how i felt like you know but that's exactly what how how they did the movie you know that's how i felt like it and you know but it didn't bother me Mm. in the end okay because i felt like at the end they tied it together i think as i was watching it i was just like oh okay well yeah that's how they joined i'm sure that's how it happened like you know and then like i i had all the time to comment on it and then Uh and like kind of like think about stuff but then like i think my judgment of a good movie is like when i don't when it it, it kind of like absorbs me so much that i don't have time to think about it or right? comment yeah, on yeah, it yeah. and i think they did a good job on that at the last i guess third or half of the movie yeah so i agree with that like last third very solid but the first two thirds not uh, not at all they tied it together for me okay least, i I, mean, yeah. I agree like they tied it together like i 
when it got to the last last act of the movie, I was like, "Wow, this is the movie I wanted to watch. It's finally, it's finally gotten here, and it's great." But like the, like even the time jumps, I'm I'm really harping on this now. But like, I I again understand why they had to do that. Obviously, everyone wants to see like when Queen Queen was at their biggest, right? You want to see the the excitement, the adventure the the fighting how like crazy rich they got right all that stuff Mm -hmm. but um but that means just like maybe don't start at the very beginning or maybe if you do it's like very short and then it goes quick very important you know like every origin move superhero i know but i just i just feel like there must have been a better way to tell the story than just insane time jumps to like honestly i don't remember what was so important in the middle that they had to do those so many time jumps because okay freddie mercury joins the band right important right. that's where the story should begin and it did and then and then you can just kind of kind of go straight to them being famous like yeah. like okay they have to the, write famous songs right, right, right okay so it can either go to them being famous or you can actually take the journey with you and say okay this is how they were working in the beginning and stuff but all it shows was like all i remember right now is okay first concert it was like awkward beginning but like freddie's in the band now so that's (laughs) kind of still the beginning right okay and then suddenly uh what the they sell the van they make songs and then (laughs) and then they're big and then like this was like when they sign up with the first uh producer right. or whatever and by then they're already big they already you know had mm-hmm. their first album so that's like i don't i would say you know the part for me that dragged is probably i I would say the same for you i think mm-hmm. as they're describing this probably like when they're popular and then when they're like writing bohemian rhapsody i think for me around that point it just seemed like they're popular they're writing popular songs like yeah why are you spending so much time on this mm-hmm. and i was just like well the, the movie is called bohemian rhapsody yeah i mean like, <laughs> like I, i'm glad to... they had it like i love i loved watching them yeah, write yeah, yeah, bohemian yeah, yeah, rhapsody yeah, yeah. but I, I don't know just i like i said i love all the moments i love all the scenes and i'm glad they were in the movie i just feel like there must have been a better way to connect them all it yeah, was just so yeah. I awkward. see it. Like, it was like a series of events that happened. Which, honestly, I didn't find that odd. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, you're you're kind of, like, portraying, like, someone's life. So, right. you, you and it's in a two-hour movie. And someone's life is obviously, you know, years and years right. and years. So, if you're trying to, you know, capture the essence, it's going to be in, like, series of, like, chunks and whatever. E- if, but- even, like, um... If they did those time skips in a, like... Like Imitation Game or something? Uh, like in a different what? movie? No, 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 no. Like, oh. if they did the time skips in a consistent manner. Right. Like, like they had, like, maybe a different um, method of doing it. Like, more, like, not CGI, but, like, uh, showing the time skips in a different method. Mm-hmm. And then showing that, oh, these are happening montage. Oh, and now we're going to stop at 1985. And then we're going to do this montage. Oh, now we're in 1986. And, like... Oh, I see. I would have been okay with that. And then if the movie kept doing that, I'd be like, okay, so they this is just how the story is told. Mm-hmm. But, but the way they told it, it was like they completely drop you off mm-hmm. in this this right. era and right. then suddenly you're zoinked back out it's like nope now you're in this era and everyone's completely kind of different people because now they're famous all of a yeah, sudden yeah yeah um 
No, you're right. Like, I, yeah, because I think <laughs> what confused me was, like, I, I didn't get updates on everyone's lives a little bit. Mm. Like, you know, like, what happened, at, I think by the end of the movie, we are just like, oh, so as we're, like, you know, creating, like, the list of who is important, mm-hmm. we're like, well, there's Freddie Mercury, there's everyone in the band, mm-hmm. and, like, there's Paul, the villain, mm-hmm. and then who's everyone else? Oh, wait, <laughs> Paul, the villain, Jim, the, 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 the love of his life, of Freddie's life. And then maybe Mary. And then, like, who's everyone else? And then I feel like what that happened because of the jump, you know? It was just like, this happened, this happened, I mean, that happened. And I was like, oh, to wait. To be fair, is there anyone else that's important in the story? Maybe there was. I, I, like, the producer, recorder guy who, like, didn't like them. I don't even know his name right now. Like, I mean, like, I don't really care about that because they're just all minor, minor, minor characters. And I, those, the people that you listed, that's... That's it. That's all the people I want to know in the story. But they didn't even get that far. I just know a lot about Freddie Mercury and then nothing about any of the other band members. Which I think is kind of okay because I feel like this movie is talking about Freddie Mercury. Right, right. If they were talking about the whole band, which... But it's just like... You know, I, I, that's, that's, I'm going to get to that because yeah. like I didn't know, like, wait, when did any of the band members get married? When did any of them have kids? Like Not like I have to know, uh-huh. but like it's kind of like, wait, Freddie was lonely all of a sudden. Like, wait, why was he so lonely? Oh, because they all have family members, and, like, he doesn't feel like he's a family with them anymore. Uh-huh. And he's struggling as a gay man. Like, I feel like he's they... bisexual. Oh, sorry, bisexual. I'm sorry. He, as, a, as a bisexual man. And then I was like, oh, well, I feel like they could have done that narration better had I known, like, when he kind of felt that they were all leaving him. Yeah. Or, like, when yeah, he was... exactly. You know, I, I can see that, definitely. I'm okay with, like, them coming into a scene and be like, Oh, but like you guys have wives and kids, and I'm fine with the movie telling me that they have, they are now married and with kids. Yeah. That way, I'm fine. I don't need to see them get married. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like the thing you pointed out, like I want to see when this change started happening, um, in their relationship, like in yeah, Freddie's exactly. relationship with the band members through, you know normal like normal people conversation yeah you can't just be like i'm angry at you why are you married i'm like wait you were married oh okay (laughs) like i'm sorry like yeah like even in the even from the very beginning to the end like it was more of um like freddie's a genius like he Mm. sings really well he's coming up with all these ideas and the other band members have some sort of input, right? Like this one's got, and this one is gonna be like a nearest. What was it? Dentist and like oh, yeah, yeah. astrophysics. Astrophys- that's like, all we know. They're all such, you know, smart. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that's what they were studying. It's not like oh, they were okay. like anyone studies anything in college. True. Okay. Um, but like, like I wish I saw more than just factoids like that. I don't. I don't care if you're gonna like if you're gonna tell me this guy was supposed to be a dentist, but like, I want to see just Freddie being you know like, you know they said they were a family. I want to see more of that interaction. That is true. I want to yeah. see them be a family, not just like oh hey I know you were gonna you were studying this you were studying this like yeah. It just even like the fact that they kept bringing that up over and over. Um, it felt like the movie didn't even know who these man members were other than these factoids. I I don't know. I thought I didn't get that, like, I guess, that sense of distance with them. I feel like that's kind of realistic, right? In terms of, like, I took that as kind of them trying to be realistic. Like, okay. Like, like when you realistic in, banter? Yeah, realistic banter, realistic interaction. Like, you're, like, when you talk in real life, you're not gonna... 
Right. I mean, you're not gonna have the script of a movie, you know, as you speak, right? You're not gonna like have all the details but, of everything. But that's what I mean. The only time they talk to the band members is to mention like those those things. And you know, in real life, you might have banter's about the stupidest things in life, and I wanted to see more of that. True, true. Yeah, and I do want to see more life events of like literally like life events, like maybe mm-hmm. band members getting married, band members having a kid. I'm sure like those things like happened at like different important time points that could have given us given us clues to like you know like hey, Freddie Mercury is feeling like lonely now, like oh he feels more alone as each member gets married, each member leaves. Like, you know, the single life and joins, you know, mm-hmm. and forms a different family, leaves him alone. And, like, having him discovering his, like, you know, sexuality, I think that's a very big part of this movie. Right. Very, very big part of this movie and very, very big part of how he kind of, like, came to be the loner that he's supposed to. I mean, at least that's what the movie tells uh-huh. me. Like, the loner that he is. And I kind of also want to see, like, more of his part in his kind of, like departure from queen or like his isolation from queen or like break from queen aside from like just paul telling him like you should probably take a break from queen Mm -hmm. you know right um i agree and yeah i just i just wanted to love this movie so much i was so excited but you know what in the end it earned my tears i did not expect to cry at this movie oh really i expected to cry i did not i mean first of all i didn't know he was gonna die <laughs> so like i spoiler literally alert. know nothing we're in the spoiler <laughs> section so did i say that in non-spoiler no no no, no. okay good <laughs> but i mean no he's, like, he's dead everyone like, knows like he's well yeah he could he would be very old if he was alive right well now. everyone else would know that he's supposed to die of like you know hiv related things um, or illnesses. Um, so one thing I was gonna mention was, uh, like we said, you know, last last third act, very good, very mm-hmm. strong. Um, that's when really I felt like all the performances pulled together mm-hmm. and everything felt finally natural. Yeah, and the thing is, I didn't mind so much the flashes, the, the jumps they did at the beginning because I feel like it was all important at the uh-huh. end. Like, his bond, it was through, like, kind of little jumps Mm -hmm. that we see his, like, bond with Mary. Like, how strong it was. Like, his loneliness, and he's, like, calling, you know, and he's, like, waiting for the lamp thing to happen. You know, like, whatever. You know, like, he, like, asked, Uh, you know, like, I don't know how to describe that. It's, like, lamp communication. Like, I turned on my lamp. Why don't you turn on yours, Mary? You know, like, things like that. And, like, when he turns it on, like, it didn't happen. I was like, oh, why did it happen? (laughs) And I was, like, bawling. No, I wasn't bawling. But, you know, tears, you know, came down my cheeks a little bit. Um, And, you know, but I feel like that all came together at the end. You know, when mm -hmm. he finally was, like, alone. When, like, he was, like, unable to congratulate Mary because... Instead of being happy for her for being pregnant, he was just sad that he felt like, you know what, she's going to have a family. That means I'm going to be even more alone than I am now. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's the same thing like, oh, what does fame and money mean when I don't have anyone I love or care for? Right, right. You know, like, there's the same kind of, like, I guess, like, moral tropes or, like, things about, you know, rich, what being rich So really you're means. saying the third act was worth the first second first and second act yeah because it kind of like all of that kind of built up toward the third yeah. act without the first two like it never would have happened yeah i mean i agree i i like like i said i like all the different moments um but i was mentioning the performance because i think they were kind of weak in the first two acts like acting wise yeah i thought they were okay like i don't know especially in the very beginning like even rami malik was i don't know 
it's it's hard to say. Like maybe it's also because the characters grew on me by the end that I thought it was more natural. Maybe that's why. But in the beginning, everything just felt so awkward. Just like hearing Rami Malek do a British accent and just <laughs> just seeing him in this this completely different role from what I'm used to. I'm I'm used to him in as the lead in Mr. Robot. Um, oh, he was in Mr. Robot. Yeah, he's the he's the main oh. hacker dude. And Mr. Robot, and I will watch that. He show. also, you know, wasn't uh, originally like known, I guess, from that role in Night at the Museum as like the sexy pharaoh. What? <laughs> I did not remember. I do not remember that. <laughs> well, I will but go back to watch that, the movie. He was in that like bunch of things. Okay. Um, I I mean I love him as an actor, so I was really excited to see him as Freddie okay. Mercury. Okay. Um, his Freddie Mercury, I mean, like, I don't want to say it got better at the end because, like, obviously I would think that since that's the Freddie Mercury I quote-unquote know, right? So obviously I didn't, you know, know what Freddie Mercury was like, just you know, as this unknown guy working in an airport. Right. Um, But even then, like, it just felt a little bit awkward in the beginning. Him, also his family, just performance-wise and then just, like, re- like, like interactions wise felt awkward the band members felt awkward just mary felt really awkward just all of the performances just didn't really line up for me in the beginning yeah i just didn't see a connection or even like chemistry like especially with um rami malek and and um the mary austin character lucy lucy boynton i mean lucy boynton character mary austin um (laughs) Yeah, when when Mary and Freddie mm. were like you know super in love, and then he proposes, I just, I just didn't really see that like as a realistic thing. I sort of, I know I felt it, but I I felt that, it in the dialogue. No, but I thought that Mary has something to hide at the beginning. I was like, is Mary hiding <laughs> there, something? There's a secret to that. Yeah, girl. yeah. I'm like, wait, is she? Because she, she was like, she seemed hesitant to accept the proposal, or like she seemed a little hesitant throughout the whole relationship or like a little awkward i get i didn't i didn't see it as like a like bad performance i thought you know she had like some plot like but she did it that she yay exactly exactly but i thought i think in the end i thought it's because she was guessing that he could be gay bisexual or, or could or, be gay or she, yeah, she, yeah, yeah yeah she was guess guessing she, that he yeah. could that she that he could be gay or bisexual you know like he has like a different sexuality from like what she's used to or accustomed to or what she was expecting uh-huh. right right i thought that was maybe what's causing her discomfort throughout that whole thing uh, maybe Afterwards. maybe that's what she was doing maybe like that's what the actress was trying to portray but mm-hmm. it just came off to me as just awkward no chemistry unsure i'm like enjoying this so much because this is a complete reversal from venom like i guess <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't hate this movie i liked it no no i know i know i um, mean yeah i hate it venom Sorry. <laughs> can't hide it um, yeah um, but yeah like just didn't really buy their relationship mm-hmm. at the end it worked for me because you know obviously she she cares about him mm-hmm. as a friend but the, it, you know is not attached to him anymore right and he also is like really desperate for human connection that i can buy that specific chemistry but i don't buy in the beginning just i just i just could not buy it and just the band members also like i mentioned earlier no real interaction no real genuine interaction between the band members and freddy so like it just always felt awkward it just always felt like they just met um till the very end and 
yeah, just everything felt a little awkward in the beginning. It didn't really, like, grab me. I don't know. It never felt awkward to me. Like, I think maybe the first, like, when they first met, I was, and then Freddie sang to them. I was like, well, you should be looking for me. And then I was like, well, I'm sure that literally happens in real life. You sing, like, a random segment. People will fall in love with your singing and go looking for you in real life to join your band. But, like, except for that, I thought everything turned out okay. Like, the way they interacted. They all had opinions about their songwriting. They bantered. They fought. I think that's that's just kind of how people are in real life you don't love everyone you live with you never love them completely you love and you hate them well i don't want them to see being like hey i love you guys you're my family all the time just mean like i want to see them just banter more i guess i guess but then that's not the point of the movie the movie's not about queen the movie's about freddie mercury (laughs) that's how i see the movie if if the movie's about queen then you know this movie kind of isn't that great but if the movie's about yeah, I mean, Freddie Mercury, then, you know, I think they did a great I, job. I guess that's part of my expectation because I think the movie was marketed to be, like, it's about Queen. Mm. And so, I I mean, obviously, I knew Freddie, Freddie Mercury was gonna be, like, the Queen. But, like, <laughs> I expected more of just, like, Queen in it. Like, all the band members, they should have been basically like co-main characters yeah but yeah. they were just as minor as as mary and right. as like paul printer and- like i want to say i want to argue like i don't understand the one part i didn't really like i really didn't like of the movie was just mm-hmm. paul printer <laughs> i mean yeah he's <laughs> like like why is he just like, there as a villainous character he's just he's just there like oh you didn't like the character like you didn't like that he was in this movie I don't like the way that he was portrayed in this movie. Mm. I don't know what his role is in real life. Uh huh. He just seemed like the scapegoat for everything uh, bad that happened. I see. You get you, the, like he. The he, movie needed a villain, and they chose yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how it felt like. Like you know, they broke up because oh well, Paw Printer said that they should break up, so they did. And then like oh well, um, Freddie Mercury's health is declining. Well, Paw Printer was sending up parties and feeding him alcohol and drugs. So. <laughs> You know, Freddie Mercury's okay. health decline. When you, you know what? Like that, like, he sounds like a real. Yeah. You know, but that's how it felt like the movie was doing it. Like that's what I got from the movie. Like, well, Paul Printer is to blame for all bad things that happened to Queen and and Freddie Mercury. Mm, you know, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I Did see. Did you that. not get that sense? I mean. <laughs> I didn't think it was like so over the top, but yeah, they did blame everything on him in the movie. Um, but like I don't, I don't know. I like that. I liked his character, um, character's role in as a villain in this in this story. Cause like, I don't know. I guess it also accentuated Freddie Mercury's loneliness, mm-hmm. and I, I guess it just sort of gave a face to the thing, um, that the kinds of people that Freddie Mercury is probably dealing with after his fame, like all these, you know, parasites, right? Right. Um, and like, I think it's important for a movie to like give a face to like a certain evil. Like it makes it easier to portray on the screen. But you know, I wish they gave him more context. I didn't get much from him except for like, he's like this one guy who likes Freddie Mercury, Mm. you know, like until like, I think towards like the first, the beginning of the like last third of the movie, you know? Well, like, they finally broke up, and he was like, you know, I'm just this Catholic boy who's never loved by my dad because he oh, never I mean, loved like, me who I am. I but, loved all like, of his lines and interactions with Freddie Mercury because it was, like, 
It was so manipulative. But I kind of wanted more of that, right? More manipulative. Because I felt like it. It was like he had two major scenes. Like one, I at least to my memory, one when he kissed like Freddie Mercury. Uh huh. Like when he's actively like when he's actively manipulating Freddie Mercury is what I mean, right? Okay. When he kisses Freddie Mercury, well, it's like you know I love you, and Freddie Mercury is like you don't know who I am. So it's like, well, Fred Mercury right. did a good job. Okay. And then the last part that I remember was like when he was like, you know, I'm just like you. I'm I'm a misfit. I was never loved by anyone. So you you should be on the same line as me. And then like it was like two scenes later, they the the queen queen broke up, you know. And then I wish there was more to him that gave him that power over Freddie Mercury. Mm, okay, I see. Yeah, it was just like you know, I didn't feel like it was enough to kind of. For him to have that kind of power over someone else, I see. I I see what you mean. Um, I would have liked to see that too, but I think it it stood up just fine without that. Like mm. his, you know, Paul Prendes' fav- favorite line in the movie was just like, "Hey, there's like some people that want to talk to you. Don't worry about your sadness right now. Just <laughs> just forget it. Come come talk to your fans. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um. Just, I guess he yeah. just numbed Freddie Mercury. I yeah I mean the movie was just sort of, I think his role in the movie was to show him how like he was isolating Freddie on purpose so right. he can have him all to himself and like do whatever he wanted him to do, um and in, as to that end I think it portrayed that fine, I guess yeah and I mean like you know I guess the movie didn't need a villain. Yeah, you know, but it, I mean, it is a biopic, so I I think the movie, I feel like the movie didn't have to have a villain, you know, like it didn't, like life could have happened as it happened, you know. But like, then it would have to be blamed on something else, right? The band breaking up and all I that. think they all kind of wanted solo careers at one point, as I like kind of read or like heard from like uh, they could have done it that way instead. Yeah, I I agree. Like they could have. I think maybe that's the movie I might have wanted. Maybe yeah, if they... instead of just like, you know, we broke up because it was one person and we got back together because of one person. Yeah, maybe if they, you know, decreased the role of Paul um, as the manager and then just sort of, like like I was saying earlier, maybe they could have focused on the band more, you know? Like, yeah, instead of just Freddie really Mercury. really didn't work. And maybe that's the movie I would have liked. Right, but as I said, I mean, I think as a movie focus on Freddie Mercury, I do like it, even though I do have some, like, you know, minor complaints Yeah, no, it. like, I, I sound like I'm coming off like I really didn't like this movie. Like, I just loved it a little less than I thought I would. I still like it. Um, I like I'm still gonna rewatch it. it. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. there was something else. I want to keep going. I mean, I was just gonna say this movie just made me realize how exactly just iconic Queen was, mm. and still iconic now because, like, I remember um, when I first came to America as a wee child of nine, <laughs> uh, you know, coming from Korean, I- I've never heard of Queen. I-, I haven't. I think the first time I heard of Queen was probably like maybe middle school, maybe high school, mm-hmm. um, but. I just remember in like fourth grade, I guess I just picked it up from the other kids. Like, you know, some kid would start the beat, right? Yeah. And then everyone joins in the beat, and we're like, we will, we literally. will rock you. And like, I'm not sure. Like I didn't know I was. Yeah. I was like, what am I doing? Why yeah, am I like, stomping? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm singing this. I don't know who sang this, but I'm singing it now, and yeah. all the other like fourth graders are singing it and, with me. And listen, and I found out later on that my dad's been playing Queen songs throughout my like you know <laughs> childhood, and I never realized they were sung by Queen <laughs> until much, much, much later. Yeah. And so you know, yeah, it, it's just like 
lasting in all our collective consciousness a long time, mm-hmm. and it's it really speaks to how smart the songs are too. Because like you know, as we see in the movie, like for example, like We Will Rock You, they wanted you know that audience interaction, Actually, and yeah. that's why like it's so easy for people to sing it and right. you know pick it up, even as like a nine year old who barely spoke English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think you know the obviously the music is. Great, like I have no complaints about you know when they decide to play music, mm. you know like what songs they chose to play. Like obviously they must must have picked oh, the most popular. In the ones. beginning, I felt like they were like cheating us a little bit. What? Because <laughs> I felt like every time they were just like about to like really rock out, they cut to the next scene. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, they're yeah. like try- they're doing this on purpose <laughs> now. Like they're legit doing this on purpose. No, no, I got you. Like because at the beginning they never really sang yeah. until like the later. And I guess the at movie. the end they really like delivered because like yeah, the whole yeah, yeah. concert was just like the whole concert right at the end. Yeah. Well, but I mean, I think overall, like the way that the whole movie was put together, the way like the when the songs like which emphasis to put like which I guess which songs to put emphasis on, like it all came together at the end to build like a really strong narrative and really strong closure yeah yeah so yeah. that like you know like i was literally i was crying i would say like for the uh, last 20 minutes of the yeah, movie I mean, and like, like they they just really packed it in there yeah they? like, like the, you know the like aids and the family yeah and just everything yeah and like you know i think i realized now like that other people may may not have connected as strongly to the family situation as like you know maybe i or you may have mm. because we're both asian I think I just kind of, like, connected more because I knew, like, the expectations he must be going through. Like, I kind of, like, know people like him in my life. And then, you know, like, and I, even though, like, literally thinking back, there's probably, like, two scenes of his family in it. No, exactly. No, I... So, I was just... I I realized now that they probably should have had more of his family in there because... I was painfully aware of the fact the family was not showing up. Yeah. Because I was just like... Freddie, when are you gonna go visit your family? <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that until the very end when he like visited his family with Jim, and I was like, oh, oh right, his family was there all along. Like, why did you feel See, so alone? That that scene though, like, yeah. I, you know, cried whatever, but like that also uh, made a bit of a time jump and felt disjointed. Like, yeah, that he, too. Yeah, he goes back to Jim um, in. Whoever knows how long, and he's just like, "Hey, like I'm back. Okay, great. They're just and it's start- been years. They're just it took starting years their- to find yeah. you. They said, yeah. Um, they're just starting their relationship, and then the next scene is they're at their, you know, at Freddie's family's house. Yeah, and it's like, okay, now you guys are like serious. And the thing <laughs> is, like, I, they were just friends. Oh, well, I, no, they were never just friends. I know, but 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 he. That's what he said, and I was like, so are they like? Because Jim was like, well, come find me when you need a friend. Right, So I was right. like, well, are they keeping it platonic? Or, like, are they, you know, taking it as a relationship? Mm. And then they went to see the family. I was like, oh, so I guess it's supposed to be serious. And then it seems like... Yeah, I guess in a way that Paul was a villain, it felt like Jim was also a nice, like, little bow at the end. Like, oh, look, Freddy's happy now. <laughs> yeah, he has, like, something at the end. Yeah, so, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of sugarcoating, which is what I expected. But, like, you know, I didn't expect to be touched as much as i did mm. i didn't expect tears come on um yeah you know i yeah i think jim was definitely like a really random touch at the end almost like he was just kind of there and he was out 
And the same thing, like, at the, like when he, in his introduction, he was, like, just some guy that, like, Freddie decided to molest. <laughs> and then, like, sexually harassed. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, at the end, it was just like, you know, his love, the love of his life, you know? Yeah. You know, it was just like him, like, he's in and he's out. And then he's in and he's out. And then, you know? And it's supposed to be so important to Freddie Mercury. And it's just a little, like, odd. He could have done more with, like, more time in there. Yeah. Yeah, I think just... That's I think we basically have the same um, qualms about the movie, just not spending enough time with things right. we wanted to spend more time on. Um, yeah, any other points you want to bring up? No, not really. Yeah, I think overall we agree that this is a great movie. You should watch it, and um, it will make you cry. <laughs> yeah, and uh, if you don't know Queen at all, I think you'll love it as much as I mm-hmm. do. You'll probably know Queen. Everyone probably knows Queen. I mean, like, I didn't the know... The songs, at least. Yeah, yeah, the but songs. I didn't know Queen, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Although I can't say I know Queen right now. So, <laughs> right. So, yeah, like... I think it was um, a little under my expectations for me, but it went over Karen's expectations. Definitely. So that was the review for Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, and I think that wraps up today's episode of Drink and Discuss. If you would like to reach out to us, you can email us at drinkanddiscuss at gmail.com. That's drink, the letter N, discuss at gmail.com. You can also find the picture of our cocktail, Mercury, on our Instagram at drink and discuss that's also with the letter n drink and discuss this has been christine kim and karen go see you next time <laughs>